Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. I hope... uh, I'm using the Yeti mic. Ryan, I'm using the Yeti, man. Sometimes I have issues with the Yeti, but... The way our Discord was clowning us so hard, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn. I got the Yeti, too. I'm like, damn, bro. Y'all just sounded like garbage out here. But um, sincerely, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, then obviously you're not in our Discord. But long story short, uh, first, before we get into anything on this podcast, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really want to thank the entire member members of our discord everyone that supports us thank you so much period um but i want to give a special shout out to the the members of our discord who just your pure generosity and sincerity uh for just two dudes who just record a podcast and talk about football talk about a a football team that we all love uh some some of y'all still love them a little too much have made they haven't made that with that, that transition. That transition. It's a trans LGBT podcast. <laughs> um, but uh thank you so much for your generosity. Ryan and I can't can't thank everyone enough. Uh Bayou Punisher, thank you. Frederick, thank, thank you. you. Michael, thank um, in London, thank you. Joey, Elise, David, um, Daniel, there, there's Corey, Brian. Um, Brock, uh, Nat, G, um, I know I'm missing, I know, uh, Bad, Bad Company 69. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm missing, missing some other people I'll just off the, but I'm just going off the top of my head of just people who were the most active. Uh, also want to give a shout out to, to Julio, who's, who supported us for such a long time. Miguel, um, lives out there in the AV. Um, not too far away from me, who's who was our first Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, want to give out a shout out to to Brian, who's be who's uh, Brian O'Rourke, our first sponsor. Thank you so much. Um, we we hear you. Uh, our goal between now and next March 2023, will we'll, which should mark the or maybe it was April. I don't remember when exactly we recorded with Tony the first time. I know it was before the draft. So maybe it was either March or April of um, 2020. But just thank you. I've already ordered like the most top of the line of microphone there is to have. I have an interface coming along the way. We're going to do some things that we hope can improve the audio quality of the show um even as simple as using a different type of uh program that we use to record Th- thank you so got bunchy um this is almost how i feel like if you won an award and you gotta yeah. like, do your acceptance speech and like <laughs> we but truly did you say thank- did you say brian already you know brian, i did not, I did. not brian work but yeah yeah, yeah. Brian. brian yeah i did Con- contrarian brian yes mm-hmm. i meant i mentioned him too um twitter twitter limit User, character limit user brain. We we want this show to be the best that it can be. And obviously you guys, y'all want it the best. Y'all want it to be the best that it can be as well. So uh, truly, truly thank you. Um, I don't know what else you want to add to it, but I'm I'm still kind of floored and taken aback about about what happened um about oh what happened man I'm, I'm floored every day just by us doing this podcast and uh support and the listeners that we have and you know the tweets the kind tweets the you know the culture we're trying to build like i said the podcast two ago you know we're trying to build our own little mini culture in in this whole thing so 
Um, I, I, you know, I'm just excited about it, man, just to see where it goes. So, uh, like, man, if you haven't, like, if you haven't, you know, joined a Patreon yet, like I said, at any amount that's comfortable for you, um, and you know, join the Discord. It's a perfect break from Twitter. You know, I, Twitter just get annoying sometimes. It's like, uh, and you can just come to Discord, talk about anything, anything. Just put it out there. Talk about Saints. Talk about other teams. Talk about movies. Relationship, whatever, like video, about video games, video what, games, whatever. whatever. You know, you can link up and talk about it. And uh, Discord is just a perfect location for it. Oh, forgot, forgot our dude Eric. Forgot our dude um, Eric J Bird. Who else am I forgetting? Uh, uh, Luke, who does landscaping. Don't want to forget out Mark. Um, who also, you know, just just everybody. I, you know, I try to try to hit on everybody. Um. We had no intention of recording tonight, but you know what we, we saw in the Discord, man. I was like, Ryan, we got to record. We got to record something. Um, and luckily, the Saints gives us things to talk about with training camp still happening. Uh, we're gonna kind of keep this episode short. It's a Friday night. I worked on my day off. Uh, being in been in, being in juvenile hall for the last two days has been has yeah. been a whirlwind. Let let me tell you. Um, let let's hey, get Lisa's, into Lisa's not uh New Orleans. Oh, juvenile yes. oh, boy. They just they trying to shut it down. Is it that bad, bro? Oh, it's bad, bro. Like they have breakouts like it, it easily every week. People just like kids just break out of there. Like we'll break out and then just rob people in the neighborhood next to it. <laughs> it's <just> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, man. You live in New Orleans, man. You got to say you have your head on the floor, hey, bro. You got to be ready, bro. Go ahead, though, man. Uh, Ryan. Yo. You know what a, a life goal is for me, bro? So, Wouldn't be able to take this tank top off on the beach, bro. Just, just pop, pop it off. Pop Hot it off. Summer. I'm re- ready. I'm, I'm going to Hawaii, and I just, just got to pop, pop it off, and... I think I found something that's going to help me get to where I want to be. I got to tell you about this this thing I came across called Vertimax. Vertimax is the leading sports performance and fitness equipment that's used by NFL teams, NBA teams, D1 college programs. It's legit. I was just on TikTok. You know how we do scrolling, cat mm-hmm. videos, laughing. And somehow in my algorithm, I saw, is this Amari Cooper? He's on a, a Vertimax working out? Uh, Amari Cooper, an NFL player? I do some research, found out starting quarterback of the Saints, Jameis Winston, has a Vertimax. Drew Brees, you know, uh, on the, the, the workouts mm-hmm. on the, the sideline, going through it on the field when you're not playing beat, Crazy. when you're not playing. He had a Vertimax platform. So I know these things are legit. So I, I get it. I'm trying to get to a goal. I want to pop this tank top off when I go to the beach. I want you to be able to pop your tank top off. Bree be like, God yes. damn, baby, hey. you looking good. She already liked that, yo. <laughs> so we have some listeners. We got some workout enthusiasts who love to work out. We got listeners who have kids who are in sports and they're doing great in sports. I got to say this Vertimax is great because it helps you improve your sports performance in all sports. I'm talking soccer. I'm talking lacrosse, football, track and field, basketball, whatever you name it, Birdies Vertimax machines can help you get to where you want to go. You got to check it out. Do what I did. Go to Vertimax.com or follow them on social media, all social media platforms. That's V E R. T-I Max. Again, that's B-E-R-T-I Max. We'll get there. Hot boy summer. Pop the tank tops, tank tops off all because of Burner Max. We got to talk about the huge news, man. And bring Mike Thomas back, bro. Thank you, uh... I think he's like we have said on this podcast. Give us seventy percent of Mike, eighty percent of Mike. We good. But the video we saw today, right here. You're talking about, and you think about like the the regular season is still over a month away. 
Yes. And, and he already looking like 90%. Man. Is that a stretch? Is that a stretch to say 90%? I all the the route he put on Paulson Adebo that he shook off, he got him to get shooken off of him, and he made a vicious cut to his left for the in the end zone. I said, God damn. Like I, I, I didn't I didn't think we might ever be able to see him make a cut like that again, Ryan. I, well what I, I what I what, what I like seeing is he, he showed us those those uh well what can you do? Those what what can you <laughs> yes. do? It's like, well what you gonna do with that? You know, you just you just got beat. You know? And that's what I wanted to see from him. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew I knew he could still do the kind of physical you know, getting the body of the DB type catches, but I wanted to see can he get open, how he gets open. Because you know, we know he's not like a four three type dude, you know what I'm saying? But he's a he's a quick, smart, you know, savvy, get out of breaks, setting people up type of wide receiver. And that's what I wanted to see from him. And that's what I was kind of waiting before I even like said anything. I just kept watching and watching. Now I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see it. I think now the only thing he needs to work on but I think it's just, you know, it's just the the ability to sustain for a whole game. Because mm. you got to understand, yes. man, wide receiver, they running routes 50, 60 snaps, man. They running. You know, even, on, even on running plays, you know what I'm saying? So that's putting a lot of pressure on that ankle. So I think for him, it's just getting to that point where he's fully comfortable, where he just knows that ankle is going to withstand, like, the full testament of a game, practice during the week, then a game, practice during the week, then a game. Over and over, seventeen weeks. Hopefully, more more than seventeen weeks. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's where you had. But, bro, that's like, man, that's like, sit like a month or two ago. If you'd have told me he'd have been looking like that, I'd have been like, man, what, she, please. What? Wouldn't believe you, bro. Wouldn't believe you, bro. Like, can we also like mention the fact that he was doing these things against Paulson Adebo, who's arguably just by reports and observations have had probably the best training camp of maybe any player on the entire team. Oh, bro, you can far. tell the, the wide receivers got sick of that shit. <laughs> Between Chris Olave and Mike Thomas, you can tell can it we, was like, no, nah, we, we, we tired of this. Can we talk about that Chris Olave route, though, nigga? Whoa! Another one of those, like, well, what you gonna do? You know? <laughs> We we have harped on harped on so long the, the wide receiver room harped on so like since since the creation of this podcast, bro. Harped on, I wanted I wanted T Higgins so bad with that year we first started doing this this podcast, Man. and to now see that the wide receiver room it will likely have a Michael. Mike Thomas, who's at least going to be at 90%, if not 100%. You got Chris Olave that thus far in training camp, everything that you and I thought of him as a prospect, and this is even before the Saints drafted him. Like, I remember me and you having a conversation about Chris Olave, his, what, his sophomore year, not this Mm -hmm. year, but the the prior year. We was like, man, this Chris Olave kid about her balling, bro. And we were kind of shocked when he went back to school. He was like, really? Went back to Ohio State? Everything we thought about him as a prospect, his his transition, or we've seen glimpses of in his transition to the pros. Jarvis Landry just just come to work. Every week, every every day he's catching stuff. It's just like just coming to work. 12 yards, 13 yards, 15 yards. It's like and then the, the top three is set. And then in terms of after that, when we out, it's kind of, I mean, I know Deontay Hardy had, you know, Deontay Hardy still has the speed. We've seen it with the 60-yard touchdown or that long touchdown pass from Jameis. Um, I will say something, though. Like, you ain't really heard much from Callaway and Traquan Smith this training camp, bro. Really not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and we're going to do our – our 53-man roster prediction um, probably after the second preseason game. Um, we did the pre-training camp version of it. We're going to do – we're going to update it um, after the second preseason game 
But I'm just going to give a sneak peek, bro. I don't know if Traquan and Marquez going to be on my final 53. Ooh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I mean, I got to see how things look in preseason. I'm just saying. And you also have a player like Kurt Merritt. Yeah. Kurt Merritt, I, I, I tweeted today, bro. He going he gonna to make DA and and, every, and Jeff Ireland just be sweating when it comes to those, that, that, those cuts, man. They're going to be so, thinking real hard. So fascinated to see him in a preseason. It's Man, his preseason is huge. Huge. You know, because, you know, on paper, you know, Callaway and Smith should beat him out. On paper, yes. On paper. But, you know, man, if he could show something a little tantalizing, you know, man, he got he got a chance. I'm just saying he has a chance. It, it's he does. Still, it's still a low probability that he makes the roster. But he just got to keep working at it. He just got to come. Because every time I look up, like, man, this dude is just a little little playmaker, you know? <clears throat> I, yeah. I I agree. And so I, I said all that long-winded statement to just illustrate how drastically the wide receiver room has changed in, like, what, the last two years? Unbelievable. It's remarkable, bro. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't just last year. People were no. Last year. Last year was the bottom. Yes. But it was bad. <laughs> the year before. Absolutely. And we, me and you bad. were like, we were on top of it, bro. It was like, it's about help. And they got help. And obviously, a lot of it's going, it's going to be a lot predicated on the health of how healthy, you know, how healthy they stay, et cetera, et cetera. But I tweeted this today. And obviously, if you go through what I've said on this podcast and what my feelings of the team has been, Throughout like this off season, from like when off season first started till now, mm. I said I said when the off season started, mm, and after free agency, I kind of got going. Blah, blah blah. I said I said they were looking kind of six to eight eight winish. Yeah. I, I I believed it, bro. And that was before they, the draft. They was they were but they they was I said they were looking six to eight winish. And I tweeted today. I said if Jameis can just play. Moderately decent. <laughs> that is the only I said qualified it as saying moderately decent, and the team can stay moderately healthy. And that, I mean, health is relative in the NFL, but like last year, seemed it was a huge like that was just an outlier in terms of just how bad they got hit injury wise. So oh, if they yeah. can stay moderately healthy, this team, in my opinion, should get to ten plus wins in the NFC, bro. They should. Right. I mean, I've already boosted my prediction has been 10 wins, but I'm boosting it to 11, bro. It's just over 11, you know, at or over 11. Yeah. I mean, and I'm trying to, I'm trying not to be a homer. I'm trying to be. Yes, this, we're trying to be as, as, as objective as possible, <laughs> but we, all we could go by is the talent that has been constructed on, you know, constructed on this team. Right. The, t- the team is, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, Drew's not Drew's not at the helm, but – and I don't want to say if you, if you take the quarterback away because the quarterback's huge like a part right. of the equation. But, but they put such a support system around the quarterback. It's like – It's like the Eagles, bro. Yeah, it's like, Eagles. man, you are set up to succeed. Like, if Jameis does fail and the, the roster is as it is right now, like man, like he he's gonna struggle to get a get a long term contract the rest of his career because he has to be happy. Like just him, I think that's you see the urgency when you watch him. Yes, because he knows, like man, I I can't fail. Like I cannot fail with this team that they got around me right now. I cannot fail offensively, defensively, special teams. There's no reason I should fail as a quarterback. And I, I think that, you know, I gonna say ways on him, but I think he knows that he, he's got to get out there and just – he ain't got to be a super – and you don't have to be a superhero. Like, that's the thing. He's always tried to be a superhero in college, you know, with the Bucks. Sean Payton kind of reeled him in, you know, last year a little bit. And, you know, and this year he won't have to be a superhero. But we do want to see a little more, you know – uh, just you know, make just just be a distributor, bro. Like just be a distributor and get your playmakers in action, man. That's it. You know, that's Be a point man. guard. 
Be a point be a guard. Point, be a point guard, man. You don't have to be E-man. You know? They doesn't have to be He-Man. Just has to distribute. I just I want to tell this to fans who listen to to this podcast. I want to just I want to say this in terms of just because people are like oh should I get excited? Should I get excited? Blah, blah blah. I will I will make the declaration on this podcast that as a Saints fan, I think Saints fans should get excited about this football team. Me too, bro. I I was thinking this today. I was like. This might be hyperbole. hyperbole. Oh, I, I was man. I don't even want to say it. It's say, so no, no, nah, bro. Say it. Come on, come on. But I, I think back to how I felt prior to two thousand nine. Mm. Well, in in that 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 training camp, and I, I remember reading reports. Is like I remember Albert Breer coming down. He was like, "Man, this is the most physical, most physical practice I've ever seen in my life." And, uh, you know, I just remember reports and just all the vibes coming out. The, the defense was just attacking, picking off passes and this and that. And I just remember, like, thinking, like, man, this is our year. But it was, you know, man, 2009, I thought every year was the Saints year. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but, it was some, but it was just something just a little different. Like, man, I just feel like just the team, you know. And maybe that's just the same feeling I'm feeling this year where it's just like, yeah, every year I feel like there's a chance. And look, man, the Super man, look. Super Bowl is hard, bro. Like it's hard, it's bro. So hard to get there, man. It's hard. Think about that. We had Drew Brees at his peak. It was hard to get there. We had Drew Brees with a good defense and Elvin Kamara and all that. It was hard to get there. And you think we gonna get there with Jameis Winston at quarterback? <laughs> like that's man. That's just asking a lot. It but is. That's saying. That's saying. Like the team is good enough. I think they could do it. They could do it. You know what I'm saying? I think they can. I think they could too. Like, obviously, also getting to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. Let's just be real. Like, there's a lot of fucking luck involved. There's mm. luck, a lot of fucking luck. Like, sometimes you just gotta be lucky. Speaking injury, of that, free love. injury. Let's think, let's go back to 2009. The, the Robert Meacham play, bro. Like, what are the Robert chances Meacham, that like that's, that that's happens? Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's it never happens. Like, it never, never happens. It has never. It has never happened again, bro. <laughs> I remember but, some plays from 09. It's just like. Oh yeah, that was just oh, crazy. Easily, but I will say this as a as a fan. I think Saints fans should get excited. My disclaimer is get excited, but also still have that 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 disconnect because if shit yeah. goes bad, I don't. You know, I don't. I, as as a co-host of this podcast, I don't want you on Monday. You know, after we done lost to the Eagles for the third season in a row, just like, oh, these motherfuckers can never fucking contain Jalen Hurt. Just just mad. Just mad at the spreader, the packing chain. IT guy, poor IT guy. It's not worth it, bro. So get excited. Um, But just, I want to put that disclaimer in. Um, just still, I, Oh, I wanted to mention this. I didn't write down in my notes. Yesterday... I don't know who the beat writer was. I wish I knew who it was so I could give them like actual credit. But they asked Dennis Allen, is he glad that in like in our in an alternate universe, they went after a certain player and it didn't work out? And imagine if they were going through what other team that got this player was going through of like question how long he's gonna be suspended, all the media, blah blah. Like, are you like and I was like. I think I don't. I can't. I could be wrong, but that might be the first time like someone's asked them about like their pursuit of Deshaun. Like I know they asked them earlier, but like since then, yeah. been like the first time someone's even brought it up, bro. Oh, and, I didn't hear that question. And I was. I don't know who it was. So if you if you no one you know I don't think a beat writer listens to our our show, but if you listen to it and that was you asking the question, like I I I applaud you. Of course, the DA just gave like that standard. Yeah. Uh, like all, all I can tell you is like I'm just really happy and excited about the team that I have right now. But like uh, whatever, like. But that's the thing that still pops in my mind from time to time is like, I, I wish I could just be like through like through the roof, like yes, yes. yes. And it right. just goes back to what we talked about with CD, who is now 
he was doing like a little holding, not doing, you know, act, you know, work, you know, not working out all the way and pra- in the practice and training camp. This man, like, he's not, he wasn't even spotted today. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might not have been spotted yesterday either. No, he wasn't spotted yesterday. So it was two days in a row he hasn't been spotted. Yeah. At training didn't camp. Have, didn't have a Camara do that? Was yes. that last year or the year before? Yeah. It was the year before. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Um and Da comment he got asked about that. Da basically said, "I'm just le- leaving that up to to Mickey and and and, and CD and his people to figure it out." Like, see, we talked about it last episode. CD should be paid right now, right now. Yeah. Easy contract. Like, I know the Saints like to like, oh, well, we got to see what the market is. We want Kenny Moore to get signed for just just to stay in CD. Like, why why do you have to wait to see what the market is? Whatever the what if you set the market, like the Colts are probably going to pay Kenny more, yeah, Kenny more, more because that's just how it works. So right. like be early in on the curve inside, like I don't, it whatever. Um, let's talk about other things that's happened. Uh, Marshawn got a muscle strain, left practice early yesterday. Uh, Nick Underhill came out and said that was muscle strain, slight thing. Thank you, your your. Tweet about it was perfect. Just I need him bubble wrap until week one, bro. Yeah, I don't want to see him. I don't need to see him, man. <laughs> I don't. Even if even if that that muscle string start feeling better, I don't, I don't need to see him practice. I, I know what he can do. I don't don't need to see it. Um, I will say though, again going back to our Discord, someone said, "Isn't it uh, poetic that Mike like Mike Evans a day later, like his his hamstring tightened up and he left Bucks That's practice." Cool. I thought the same thing, man. I was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> you know how, like, tw- they, know they say twins feel each other pain and exactly, shit? Right? Exactly. Oh, my, my hammy hurt, too. Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Um, I'm not, not – nothing that either of us are, are worried about or I don't think – you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't think it's something that they – you should be worried about. But I don't want to – I don't want to see him in a single preseason game. Um, Because it's been – it's – it, it was in his history dating back to his career yeah. at Ohio State. Like, he has just dealt with muscle strains. Soft tissue injuries and all that. Thank you for bringing that up. I didn't put it in my notes. And I feel like we haven't talked about this enough. Shout out to our dude, Bayou Punisher, who's been on this oh, a yeah. lot. He, own, he owned it. He, he's on it, bruh. But all the if, – if you've listened to players talk and their pressers, um, there has been so much – um, what word I want to use? So much appreciation for the addition of of uh, is it, how do you, how you feel last name? Matt Matt Rea? Rhea. I would say his Rhea. name right. So, sorry, Doctor Matt Rea. He's he's a PhD. Let me let me put that some fucking respect on his name. He's All a right. he's an athlete engineer. That I remember when it was reported, um, you know, that they were trying to get him from Alabama. Yeah, they were they were able to get him from Alabama. Um. Again, that's something DA doing something a little doing something a little different. And just listen to players talk about him and the team and just preparation and how to how to take care of your body. It really seems like it's they feel like it's helping their bodies, yeah. which is huge, a huge underrated subplot of this season that's kind of flown under the radar that even you and I haven't talked about enough. Right, right, right. The fact that they that they see it really is that that's all that counts. Cause you know, teams like to always bring in experts. Remember uh, Chip Kelly with the whole sports science thing. Ah, and yes. All that stuff. And you know, players did not like that. <laughs> Whatever they were doing, the players like, nah, <laughs> but you know, to find somebody that can come in and really, you know, get players to buy in. Cause that's really all that counts. The players have to buy in to what you're selling. So, you know, hopefully it works. Whatever he's doing, I have like I don't know anything. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't give you opinions on it. Like I would be purely talking out of my ass. So, you know, I just hope it works. Um, anything to alleviate, especially those annoying injuries that just mm-hmm. kind of stick around. Anything to alleviate that and just keep players, um, uh, you know, in shape and uh, hydrated and stuff like that. That could because this is a long season, man. 18-week season just for the regular season? Boy, that's a long haul, boy, playing football, bro. I mean, that's, that's a... Grueling, that marathon. Bro. 
That is grueling. Marathon, man. Marathon, man. So so I'm I'm glad you know DA kind of trying to think out the box, try to you know alleviate things. You know, if you listen to DA, he talked about you know they asked him about two a days a while back, and he just he was like, man, whoever thought about two a days that was like the worst idea ever. You know, and you mm. don't you know your coaches talk like that, but you know he knows that like man, it, that made no sense. Like it made None. no sense to have two padded practices every day. You know, during camp, you know, day after day after day, you know, you hear players, old players talk about that, and they talk about it with a little pride that they like, yeah, you know, these players, they don't have to go through what we went through. Like, man, bro, like y'all was, y'all bodies were annihilated by the time you were 26. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all had no bone, no cartilage left between your knees. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that, no, that's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. You can still have tough, physical players without having two a day practices and all that shit. You know, so um so no, I mean I mean I just look forward to it just to see how it works out. Um, you know, and make and just to see if that, you know, is something that, you know, can help a little success. Maybe it doesn't add to the win column, but it's something that just, you know, adds to the uh the culture of the Saints, you know. No, I I agree with you and as we know, man, coaches will do anything to try to Get an upper edge against an opponent or a team, bro. It's just, it's just the nature yeah. of the business. Um, but speaking of like soft, in, you know, tissue injuries and things of that nature, I know I talked, I know I talked about it last episode, but like, oh, good to see. Sorry, before I get into this, good to see Peyton Turner came back. He's out there. He's practicing mm-hmm. again. That's good. Why is Mike Marcus Davenport still on PUP? I'm. Just, I don't know, man. It has to be. It has to be. Um, I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> like, bro, you 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 started off like you was about to give me like he the gotta best be out of shape. And then he, like, he gotta be out of shape, though, right? Like, he gotta be out of shape. And like, and can't pass a physical. Like, it has to be right. I right. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it, it's 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 boggling. <laughs> it's boggling to me because I'm like, okay. Non, there have been non practices that's that have happened. Um, right. The next, you know, the next practice. So there's a practice tomorrow. Then they have a day off, and I believe they'll start practicing again on Monday. Preseason games on the 13th, and I know it's a long preseason, but man, I know August is a long month, but August gonna go by real quick. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing: if he's not even off pop, okay, he won't be in the first preseason game. We know that, right? Highly unlikely he'd be in the second preseason game because you know they got to work you in. You get in, you play off to the side, you know, you do some one on ones. Then the next week you're getting team drills and this and that. So highly unlikely he's in the second preseason game. Maybe he can make the third preseason game. You know, maybe not. And it's it's just like a repeat, man. It's like Groundhog Day. This is like <laughs> the same old same. You know. Year after year, Davenport missing preseason, uh, maybe misses the first week or two of the season, comes in, looks great, and leaves. <laughs> I just I just want him, man. I just want him to shine. I want him to shine, man. I want him, I want him to ball out to the point where the Saints are sitting there frustrated, like, man, what do we do? You know, do we pay him? 17 million a year, or do we franchise tag him or do we let him walk? I want him to have that type of season, right? You know, because we need it. Like, like, oh, he, yes, he is such a key. If he if he can be that dude, bruh, man, with that secondary, oh. mm. Mm. It, it gets it gets the the possibilities get like, like they get nasty, bruh, but like it's like King. He got to get healthy first, or he got to get into shape, or whatever it is. It it has to happen. Um, I, I I'll I'll be happy when he can finally start practicing, and, he, and, he, and he's off pup. And I, I, let me let me also say this: if this in if there's anything like related to his you know his amputation and you know and yeah. that and like I, then I I. I 
I feel bad for us kind of kind of going in on him. Right. But if it's just like he he got he got it amputated, then like he just like stopped like doing anything to get in shape. Because like I said it, bro. Like even if you get your pinky amputated, like you still get on a treadmill, right? Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But don't, in in know. his absence, it it seems like maybe Big Creep is taking like a tiny step in terms of being a better player. Like he's sounds like he's flashed quite a yeah. lot here and there in training camp because. Those snaps got to go to somebody, and he's taking a, a large number of those snaps um, in Davenport's absence. No doubt, I, you know. I think Big Creep has shown he's a, he's a quality, he's a quality pass rusher. Not a great pass rusher, but he's quality. Uh, he's good against the run. You know, does some dumb things here and there, but um, I think you know. I think we kind of know what we're going to get from him, and. If he did have to play, you know, a lot of snaps, you're not gonna, you know, it's not like a huge downgrade. You got a guy that could that can give you something. Um and then you know, you still got Cam Jordan and uh hopefully Peyton Turner, you know, continue his continues his growth. But man, just that that Marcus Davenport piece, man, that just that's like such a big puzzle piece. Huge. Huge puzzle piece, man. It's like when you're building a puzzle and they got that big main piece, that's one you need right there, bro. That, woo! Couldn't have said it better <clears throat> myself. Um, because if you don't have that, that puzzle, like, <laughs> you, yeah. you just you just looking. Um, Saints brought back Kiko Alonso today, or not today, yesterday. <laughs> oh no, man! <laughs> I think your I think your yard was. <laughs> <laughs> the appropriate response. I, was, I mean, I just like, I don't know, like, he wasn't even that good when he was healthy. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he was okay. Like, he was fine. I literally forgot about him. I forgot. Like, when they brought his name up, I was like, like, like his name must have got zapped from my memory. Because I remember liking him. He came out of Oregon. Was he at Oregon? Yes, he was. I remember liking him coming out of Oregon. I was like, man, this is a dude. I can see him being a we, – we switch it to a 3-4 defense. I was like, man, he can come in, be an inside 3-4 linebacker, da 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 And I liked him. And, okay, we eventually signed him after him having, like, 10 ACL surgeries or whatever. And, you know, he was fine. He was a fine linebacker, you know. But then he'd been out since 2019. And now you bring him back. It's like, okay, like, well, what am I supposed to think about that? Like, to me – it's barely newsworthy, bro. Like, barely newsworthy. I, I, I tend to agree a bit. I don't see it more. I don't see it much more than a player maybe signed for depth in training camp and some some preseason snaps. Um, more than anything. But then I saw like, and this means nothing. But like from time to time, he was getting in, in the in the in the ones. Yeah. And I was like, what is is that Bond this terrible? Like, is he just that bad? <laughs> like, man, Zach Bond is. Bro, not how do how do you go from not playing football in two what three years and then you get signed and Zach Bond was drafted two years ago and he just like gets inserted up in front of you? What? <laughs> I, I I I know it's been like speculated that Zach Bond's like roster spot is safe. But preseason is gonna be huge unless he unless the team has just deemed him a great special teamer, and I, I guess. But like, if if you drafted like a a good to great special teamer in the third round, like some, something went wrong <laughs> at at some point. And I haven't seen a great special teamer. Like I know he get downfield a couple times, but like man, like he ain't no you know uh, gray or. Uh, like he nothing like that, like he, bro. Like that is just a disappointing pick so far, man. Just disappointing. And I don't know what to do. Like I don't even know how you fix that. You know, I I would think you would try him at rush, but obviously they just not. They are not um, inclined to do that at all. As a as a rush linebacker, um, so I don't know. I just feel like that was a waste. I just want to know, like. 
who picked him? Like, wh- mm. what was the thought process there? Who what was like, what was going on? Like, y'all, like as a team, they should be able to look back at that and say, okay, where would where did we go right? Where did we go wrong? And figure out so they don't have to do that again. Like, was DA the DA love him? You know, I don't really get that feeling. Like he's a DA guy, right? Yeah. So it's like, what what's going on there, man? Kind of seems kind of like a Jeff Ireland pick, like a very. Yeah. But I I digress. We, we like shall a spark see guy, just a spark or you know, red score or something. I don't know. And he had like, and, and I don't care about like the week, like he had like the red flag, quote unquote red flag thing about like the the dirty test at the combine for we. Yeah. Like, it just it was. Sure. I, uh, whatever, man. Um, one last thing I want to hit on in terms of defense. Uh, Honey Badger today was able to get in on um, seven on sevens today um, after missing the first week of training camp. So he's slowly ramping up, getting up to speed. That some uh, sure at some point he'll he'll be in teams. Uh, Dennis Allen today said in his his presser that the same is expected for Mike Thomas, that he'll probably be in, in team soon. So I would expect probably Mike Thomas to start team uh, being the team practices or team periods of the drills probably, I don't know, by like next sometime next week, as long as, you know, healthy and, and able. And that's that's I mean, that's that's great. And just in terms of just stars getting healthy and be, finally getting being able to be where they need to be as the season gets closer. One thing I did find interesting with CD Deuce um, doing his little hold in or hold out or whatever you want to call it is that from time to time they've used Justin Evans um, to cover the slot. Mm. Um, and I'm just like, I just, I just have a feeling that that, that signing is going to be a useful signing and yeah. just allows them to be more creative. I, I would be in, you know, this team has, has surprised me and shocked me, kind of not shocked, but has definitely surprised me in terms of some of the decisions they make with their 53-man roster and their cuts yeah. when it's time to cut down the roster. But I would be very surprised if Justin Evans doesn't make the team. Yeah, me too. I agree. He's um, making the team. P.J. Williams making the team. Oh, easily, bro. <laughs> you, know, you know, P.J. just not, not the hero we wanted. Yeah. Has a certain set of skills, man. <laughs> He put on weight too, man. Apparently, he liked up to two hundred something pounds. Okay, like he, he ready. Well, pre- say what you want about PJ, bro. When he hit, he be lighting players up, bro. Take it out. Hate the legs out, PJ. <laughs> I remember that. Was was it him that hit uh, Chris Godwin? Yeah, man. That's <laughs> right. Okay, so. Let let me let it be known. I'm not laughing that Chris Godwin got injured, but I'm right. laughing at like all the fucking outcry that happened. Oh my god, <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. They had him on slow motion. And <laughs> got the the, the pruder film. <laughs> <laughs> see that right here? You can see Chris Godwin's his ACL just goes blah just because of the dirty hit. <laughs> Awful. Um. Can't, one thing I, I did want to talk about, and I'm, I'm breaking it up because Nick Underhill mentioned it, but it, are we closer to Trevor Penning starting than we thought we may have been? I don't know, man. You just I got we just got to let this play out, man. I don't know. I just don't know. Um. Because, I mean, like I said, man, it, I said on the last podcast, he has the tools. Um, but, man, he just has to – he has to put it all together to be consistent. But, look, I mean, they're giving him a chance, bro. Like, he came from his little one-day suspension or whatever it was, and, you know, they put him with the ones, and he handled himself, you know. I don't know. What you think? So I I've started have started using this in my and my my lexicon a lot. So one of my favorite movies is Meet the Parents. One of my favorite scenes 
is when Ben Stiller is like has to like go back home alone and he like has gets gets like the flight by himself mm-hmm. and the flight attendant's like, oh sir, you can't you can't put your, your bag up there and he's and he's like, where's the fucking fire? Like where's the fire? So I start <laughs> I like anytime someone does something that is just dumb, it just in the so in like a rush to do something. When obviously, like perfect example, when I when we get we got back from LA or when we got to Hawaii, the whole thing when, when the fucking seatbelt sign goes off and everyone fucking jumps up, like yeah, what, where, where, where's the fucking fire? Like where? Yeah. Like, oh, anyway, it's the worst. Anyway, so my my response to the question is, I would say, where's the fire? Yeah. Because, and here, I, I guess from a team's perspective. If they're obviously if they're even, and I want to say they, I mean James Hurst and Trevor Penning by the end of training camp, if they're even, then obviously you should probably go with the rookie, right? That that was makes sense. I worry about Trevor Penning starting out there week one. Mm-hmm. I, I know I know it's the Falcons, and I know they don't got a pat, but just just I could just see a lot of holding penalties early. I could see a lot of left tackle is hard, man. Hard, bro. The reason. They take these guys number one overall. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to find good left tackles, especially even, like, the ones drafted high, you know, they have rough outs early in, this, in their career, man. So. And, the, and, and if you just want to be historic about it, like, it used to be you draft your left tackle or your tackle in the top five, top ten, and it was like a position you didn't worry about. Like, the, the success right. rate was so high. But now... It's like it's it's a 50-50 proposition. If you, you draft a tackle and you and it may be a complete bust. I remember who was the Rams they drafted from from Baylor, like just uh, was just awful. Something Smith, Jason Smith, one, yeah, something like Jason that. Jason Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just awful. bust. Bust. He was drafted like top three. So to your point, I just I would go with the vet just in the sense of I saw James Hurst played last season, and for the most part, like he he held his own, bro. Like you, yeah. like there weren't a lot of games where you're like, man, like James Hurst are getting worked, and he's just the reason why you know Jameis or not Jameis, but whoever the quarterback was, just getting destroyed. Like he, like you didn't hear about James Hurst, which as an offensive right, right. lineman is the best thing that that can happen for you. So I would just say let Trevor, just let Trevor get that that season in, bro. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put the caveat and say. Penny goes out there and he looking like he looking like a dog in the preseason. He just looking great. I mean, you just kind of got to put him out there and just and just let it go. Yeah, and you know, I mean, playing offensive line, we talk about the physical part, but it's a very you know uh, mental position. Um, so they Especially really for, like, for the Saints offense. Oh man, Saints offense that's a whole different story because the things they do, they help each other out, they help. Guards out, slide protections, switch from inside zone, outside zone, the power running game. Like they do a lot, man. So it just makes sense that Hurst would be the starter at least early in the season. And you know, we'll see how things go. Um, that's just why I'm looking at it, man. Because and look, I mean, I've heard DA DA loves uh Hurst. He really thinks Hurst is like the guy. And it's up to like it's up to Trevor Penning to like take it from him. Mm. Um, so I feel like if Penning does win it, I think he will win it. I don't think they're trying to yes. give it to Penning. Like you know, what oh I'm yes, yes. And that's a yes. good position to be in because I one position you don't want to be in is where you force to start a guy. Nope. You know, but you also never know, bro. Like you never know, like Ramcheck, bro. Yeah, like Ramcheck. Nobody was thinking like, oh man, Ramcheck, man, just stood him over there and start, man. Streif got hurt. And we was freaking out. It's like, oh shit, man! We got a ram check in there. Like you, like oh no, ain't never left that spot yet, man. <laughs> he took it and ran with it. So you just don't know. Um, that's why the preseason games are gonna be so interesting. Um, you know, just to see how it plays out. Yeah, uh, and again, not a typical one. They focus on these old linemen in preseason, but I'm gonna be watching. Sorry, I'm gonna be watching Ruiz, man. I'm gonna be watching Pinning. I want, mm-hmm. I really want to see, um, see how they progress and how they're looking. 
Uh, I'll ask you this though: Do you do you want to you want to see Ram in preseason at all, bro? Nope. <laughs> Good. Good man. Like I don't need to see any of like the your lockdown course starters. Ram check, Lattimore, Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, CD. Um, I I do want I do want Peyton Turner to be out there. Oh, he got to be out there. Oh my god, he needs it. Yes, he's not a starter. No, he's not a starter right now. He has to prove he could be a starter. You know, uh, nah, he he needs to be out there. I need to see. I for so far I've seen a few snaps in one game to show me you know that he's has talent, but you got to show you could play, bro. So he would definitely be out there. Davenport probably won't even get a chance to be out there. I don't need to see Anya Mata out there. <coughs> you know, like, man, let, let the young dudes work, bro. Give them that work. I don't need to see Tyran Matthew. Oh, no, no, no. You can let, P, you can let PJ chill, shoot. <laughs> I guess uh, Marcus May. Do we know if he's missing the first two games or not? Like, did that? Nigga, don't they ain't said nothing yet, bro. Let's keep that. Be on the DL, man. I don't. I don't want. I don't want Roger Goodell be like you know, like listening to this episode. Be like, you know what? I I I completely forgot to get Marcus May. Let me go fix that real quick. Completely forgot. Um, I will say that I do expect the the Watson suspension. Will be handed out. I expect it to come down next week, bro. I, I do. So, I guess from what I've heard, okay, they sent down a suspension and say the NFLPA appeals it, tries to take it to federal court. Right. Regardless, he's going to have to do those six games. Ah. And then after that, it's like wait and see. Ah. It's weird. I don't know, man. That is weird. Yeah. That is weird. Because apparently since they already agreed to the six games, they can't get out of that. Like, they can't put an injunction in and say, okay, well, he gets to start the season. Yeah. Gotcha. At the very least. Six games for sure with the possibility and high likelihood. Because I know that I think Florio was saying that Oh no no no! Because that's not because that because that's after federal court. Um, but a high probability that it, it could be more and will likely be more. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Um, I did want to just mention that you know it, I know he's still not practicing yet, but seeing um seeing Taysom Hill getting work on the on the side sideline mm-hmm. is 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 big. It's important. Um, but uh, that's what like. A health, like a healthy Taysom, and I think, you know, healthy Taysom is kind of like a unicorn now. Like it's like he stays healthy for like a very yeah. finite period of time, and like when it's gone, it's gone. Um, he's had a lot of injuries in his football career, you know, even dating back to being at BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, but potentially having it, I'm, I'm just going to give you this rundown of the offense, bro. I'm going to give you this rundown of the offense. Let me know what you think of it. Okay. Hurst, Pete, McCoy. Reese, Ryan Ramchek. Jameis at quarterback. AK. Let's say they want to have two tight ends on the, I'm probably I'm probably messing up the numbers because I'm not counting. Um but let's say they want to go double tight end. Adam Troutman, who has had good camp, a healthy Taysom as maybe a move tight end, or you can have Taysom instead of being a tight end and in line, you could have him in front of AK and kind of be like that, that move fullback position. You Mm -hmm. use them all over where you want to MT on the outside Jarvis on in the slot. Chris Olave on the outside. That's tough, baby. I mean, it depends on the team you're going against. Um, they would, I mean, the team, your team, a good, you had to go against a good defense with a lot of DBs or a ferocious pass rush. Yes. That could take care of the interior. Um, 
it would have to be a pass rush. Like the pass rush is that's why the O line is just so critical, bro. Crucial, bro. Cause like if this team can block, oh my god! Like I don't know what you're trying to stop. Ooh, ooh! He just, he just, he just come. <laughs> I just, I just, let, I just let one loose, bro. Like I, heard it, I don't bro. know. How do you stop him? Like if you, if this team, if this offensive line, you, can you, block, you, you, you want me to be Delby Downer and give you the, the actual answer? Oh yeah, no, I know the answer. It depends on which game it shows up, bro. <laughs> Because, look, I mean, look, Jameis does kind of welcome some pass rush. Um, but, man, even but even if even when they block, like, come on, bro. Like, even Jameis yes. got to perform, man. Got, got to, bro. He got to. Um, I'm going to try to flip it around. Flip it around on you real quick. Let's go defense. I want to hit on one other thing before we get out of here. I, I, I guess Marcus Davenport, in theory. <laughs> Marcus Davenport, shot total, David Onyemata, Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, Pete Warner, Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo, CD in the slot, Taran, safety, Marcus May, safety. You can... And I and I cannot I I I forgot to mention this in talking about Adebo is that the there's been a lot of praise and you kind of mentioned it too in Bradley Roby this year compared to just joining the team like on the fucking fly and just throwing out there yeah. and not ro- like he's has had like a good to damn good camp. Um, he's 100% making the team. There's a part there's a part of me that think he didn't, wasn't going to make the team. He's 100% making the team. Um, but that that defense and I forgot like you know, you know, you got you got Tano as a as a backup in. You got Peyton Turner for a first round pick. These streets. <sighs> that's that's a defense, bro. That's a defense, defense man. The back end like the safeties are a question to be not not like are they going to be good at just the whole communication mm-hmm. and how they how they just all play together. Marcus May, um, Tyran Matthew. I just I'm so curious to how they all play together with the multiple schemes that DA likes to run. You know, I will say that I think that and I think this goes a long way. It's little things like this. But Marcus May and Demario Davis were teammates before. Yeah, they were. And yeah, it was a rookie. Yeah, and they, like little stuff like that. It's like, okay, I play with you. If I say something, you know what to do. What like that shit that you know? I'm sure when they signed Marcus May, that wasn't like in their mind. But like on the field, that's a a huge thing that can that can help in terms of oh, yeah. communication. Um, last thing I wanted to bring up. Speaking of, you know, before we close out, okay, neither neither of us watched the Raiders Jack uh, Hall of Fame game. Nope. But I found it super interesting that Raiders didn't pick up the fifth year option on Josh Jacobs. Yeah, been on my radar. Didn't pick that up. Okay, like I, part of me understands it. Like, oh yeah, know, I get it. I, I got I'm it. Running back, you know. In the Hall of Fame game, like Josh McDaniel had that man, like, like, like he ran like almost like I don't know what the number was, but like in the tenth, he he got like work, like it was like a regular season game early in that game, bro. <laughs> that that's weird in a Hall of Fame game. It ain't weird. That's that's trying to show uh oh case talent. Uh oh, hey, come get him. Uh oh, <laughs> come get him. That's what that is. Isn't it? It, ha- it, it has to be right, because I know, I know, you know how Greg is. Greg's like, oh no, that's what it was. He just comes for the Bill Belichick tree, and <laughs> they have weird things when it comes to how they run preseason. It's like, but that's like you're starting running back, and even though your team might largely be running back by committee, which completely understand, that's weird, man. It's 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 weird. So I. And saying all that, my question to you is, man, if Josh Jacobs is out there, we don't been eyeing this RB two position. But you go out there, you get Josh Jacobs. It couldn't cost more than what 
A fourth? Nothing more than a fourth. Fourth? I think well, it'd be less than that. I, I, I do too, but I, I just put it at the highest. So let's say it right. costs a fourth to go get Josh Jacobs. Then you basically you don't even have a you don't have a rut or or RB two. You have a running back one A and a running back one B. Right. Like I don't know. We don't know if Josh Jacobs is officially like on the trade block, but just watching how the Raiders have just treated that situation, it kind of seems like he is on the trading block. And if he is, if I'm the Saints. I'm making that call. I'm making it, bro. Right. Like you've shown that you wanted to be quote unquote all in and a contender, and this is you're not a, a this is not a rebuild. We feel like you can win now. Go get Josh Jacobs. He's available because yeah. even because even if AK gets suspended six six games this year, I know the offense isn't the same, but the drop off from AK to Josh Jacobs isn't isn't the same as like. Yeah, drop off to like AK to like an older Mark Ingram. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's you know a lot similar to Ingram. Yes, uh, in his younger days, you know what I'm saying. Like he, he runs the rock, he totes, physical up the middle. He could catch, but he's not like a slasher. Um, nah, you could do a lot worse than Josh Jacobs, man. And like I said, I I don't think it, man. I think it'll be cheap, man. Like two thousand, like twenty twenty four. Conditional six type shit. Like you think it's gonna be? You think it'll be I that cheap? Cause, Cause he's on his last year's deal, man. Like so, whoever's getting them, you're getting them for a one year rental. Yeah. So it, yes. it it would come down to them. It would come down to the Raiders feeling like what's more worth you paying Josh Jacobs this year or taking whatever we can get for him and getting this getting rid of his salary and you know just moving on. Like it'll it'll come down to that. But I, I at least I'd make it offer. Like if I was to say, I'd make offer right now. Like, hey, what, what y'all looking for? You know, I give you this. You know, but you know, Saints got to see what they have. You know, Mark Ingram. You know, you can just kind of—I wouldn't say count him out, but you kind of know what you're gonna get from him, and it's gonna be limited. He's older. Um, you know, it's, it all comes down to the young bucks, man. Uh, you know, Ahmad. Um, Abram Smith, I mean, um, Malcolm Brown, Tony Jones Jr. Yeah. Uh, he, he, his, he he making plays in training camp. Right? I don't want y'all. Uh, man, come on, man. y'all gonna fall for that again? <laughs> Not gonna fall for the banana and the tailpipe. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You not falling for the banana and tailpipe, bro? You know no. you ain't falling. <laughs> A Zigbo, you know, like I don't know. Um, it's go. It's gonna be interesting. It's, it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out. But we, we've talked. We kind of talked about how, on paper, you know, talent like talent wise, how this team is assembled. But I really feel like if you you go out there and they they add a and I and I get it. You said it right. Like they got to see what they have. And just you you go get you go get Josh Jacobs and. You the way that you can attack defenses, mm. like uh, shit, like maybe maybe this game we just want to uh, 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 just pound it, just right. like just just hard. And maybe it's another team where it's like, oh, they linebackers booty, AK, <laughs> fuck them niggas up, like tear them up, like it 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 just opens so much. But we'll see, man. I think this this preseason, this period from now until the start of the season, is really going to be interesting um, to see how it all unfolds. Not just for the Saints, just just in general. Um, yeah. You know, in terms of in terms of the NFL, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, it's late. We we got on here. We wanted to just. Recap these last two practices and training camp again. Shout out to John Hendricks for for his write ups, his stellar write ups, the work that that Josh Hendricks is doing. Um, it's yeah. great. Um, we'll be back next week. And uh, again, if you're not part of the, if you're not a Patreon yet, you can become one. I, I literally just tweeted it out. Um, this upcoming sat not this Saturday, but like next Saturday. Is our first uh Zoom live stream streaming. 
I watching the Texas the Texas game, bro. We gonna be. I, I just know, bro. We gonna be joked out. Just joked that's out. A, that's on the thirteenth. Thirteenth, bro. Damn, man, be in New Orleans. Ah, gotta figure that out. Uh, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. Even if you, even if you could only participate like the first quarter, we'll, we'll we make sure Ryan gonna be. I might be streaming game. from the call. Shit, I'm gonna be <laughs> on that thing. Uh, but thank thank y'all so much. I just just thank y'all. Um, it, it mean it means a lot to to Ryan and I for to knowing that you y'all have our back. Y'all y'all appreciate what we're doing and we're trying to build. Um, it, this was not this was not our intention. Um, but I think to quote Doctor Strange, bro, like we in the end game now. Like yeah, if, if if we had, we it couldn't be like you know what. I don't, just no more. Like can't can't go back, and I, I can sincerely say that when I had stopped, you know, doing podcasts and, and had stepped down from doing podcasts, uh, what for four, three, whatever, whatever years ago it was. Now I, I didn't have didn't have any, any inclination to podcast or do podcast hosting again. But um, the fact that I'm able to do it, with Ryan, which is a good friend I've known. For for years now, like the fact that my kid's about going to seventh grade is mind blowing. Um, but we appreciate y'all. We appreciate our our audience, and we're just going to continue to you know give y'all content because it's what y'all deserve. So uh, we'll be back next week. Thank y'all. With that, we're out. Peace. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.